you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's the Equalizers, a weekly podcast from two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Dole, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, the Cowabunga to my Batman, <laughs> Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? Batman is a horrible father. 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 Robin said. <laughs> That was kind of the t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. It went a couple bars too long. I think but. I went. I think I went on a little tongue, but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, so it should have been three of those, and then Robin Batman is a sad is, boy. Robin is a sad boy. Turtle power. <laughs> Turtle power. Yeah. <laughs> so Madison, we are here for batman verse teenage mutant ninja turtles the crossover clash up mix them up goof around that everybody's been clamoring for oh my god since batman was invented in the 40s and or I'm sorry the late 30s and uh the turtles were invented in the, the early 80s that's this is what everybody's been wanting i yeah. mean they naturally their universes mesh perfectly they're natural <laughs> counterpoints to each other well, according to the credits, they've done this a lot in the comics, apparently. There's been multiple Batman and Ninja Turtle crossovers, it seems. Um, I watched this the other night with um, a friend of mine, named, also named Michael. And he's, they started showing those covers, and he went, how many times has this happened? And I, no, those are, those are photoshops of classic Batman covers and photoshops of classic Turtles covers. Oh, so it wasn't real? No, none it? of those were real. Oh, I thought it was real. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Those are, those are like really fun photoshops. That's kind of disappointing because I'm like, oh, like maybe some of the things in this movie were winks uh, towards like things that they've done before. So that just makes the movie even more bad than it already is. <laughs> oh, well, OK. Well, two things. One, this is based off a comic book. There is um, earlier, I think a few couple years ago, James Tinney in the fourth uh, comic book writer did do this as a comic. So this is at least oh, okay. loosely based off of his five issue comic book run uh it has two sequels in the comics not the movie but the comics did do two more um five issue runs of uh i think the second one they fight bane in new york and then the third one maybe krang in gotham i i read like enough of the like teaser of what the plot mm-hmm. is for the, the other two so this is based off a of comic second thing is i liked this movie a lot really okay yeah i had a lot of fun you didn't have fun um I think it's hard for me with like Batman stories of um I don't know one and I talked about this in the live thread mm-hmm. I think I find uh Rachel Ghoul um very boring <laughs> sure. like again he's like I just want to live forever and everything I have to do has to do with a Lazarus pit fight me with a sword and I always have my shirt off mm-hmm. um, um which you know. I mean, now you're just quoting your texts to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the whole animal mutagen thing, and I know it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, like, that's the turtle juice that transformed the turtles, I guess. Um, but I don't know. When you introduce the Joker and, like, 
this yeah. was like one of his main plots. Like, I'm like, really, Joker? This is how you're gonna end Batman? This is the one that you're gonna do? You're gonna turn yourself and Harley? You're gonna turn yourself into a snake, and Harley into a collie dog? And I think she's supposed to be a hyena. Oh, uh, okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> it's still done. Um, yeah. And then you're going to turn him into a bat. This is your big plan. This is the one you want to go out on. This is how you want to kill Batman. I don't think so. Um, uh, yeah, I, the whole Arkham side mission was super unnecessary. It's there to make the movie 90 minutes. I mean, well, it's also there to be like, oh, here are some animal versions of classic Batman yeah. villains. I mean, like, it is a, a, a failing I have long disliked about when they do especially batman like animated movies or whatever that the joker just has to be in it mm -hmm. no matter what like they always detour for at least 20 minutes to make sure the joker is in it and it just he doesn't have to be no there's there's other batman villains that i've yeah. done cooler stuff i mean most joker of them has. were in this movie i have a longer list of other ones for our movie as possibilities but yeah like we just didn't need that whole side thing. When yeah. I was watching it with uh, my friend, we finished. It's like, all right, time to go back to the main story. And he was like, what? Because it was like, that took 35 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. I mean, in the thing, I'm, I'm picky and choosy about Batman. Cause like, I honestly don't like Batman as a character too often. Cause he's just kind of a dick. <laughs> like, um, but I love his, um, yeah. Mike is wearing a Batman shirt. Um, I felt fanatic. Um, yeah. But I do, what I do like about Batman, because I'm like hot and cold on him, is that I like him and his Bat family and that whole sort of like arc between them because everyone in the Bat family is really cool except for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like super interesting, I think, um, besides Batman. Uh, Bat fans, we are going to drop Madison's uh, Twitter handle in the show notes. So if you want to yeah. fight them about it, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm like treading on any new territory here about like talking about Batman's relationship with his Bat family and how it's really fucked up. Um, but yeah, um, there were there were scenes that I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed the Shredder and Batman fights because yeah, I, those think, were really uh, good. I think those were well done because it's just kind of like they're they're seemingly like even matched. Um, yeah, like between like martial arts and gadgets and stuff like it's it. Those those are cool. Um, I liked it because a lot of times in anything that's a crossover with Batman, he's still just better than everyone else, mm -hmm. and I then I don't care. Like they at least let Shredder. Like I knew Batman was going to win because he's the hero, which is fine. But at least sure. like Shredder put up a good fight. Like it was a good fight. It wasn't just Batman mm -hmm. kicking his ass for like eight minutes and then he runs away. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I I like the. Um... I liked this kind of version of Batman of um, when he is fighting. It's not like stealth fighting. It's him martial arts mixed with gadgets. He's like sticking his hand like into the back satchel of his belt, like grabbing some explosives and stuff and then like throwing them or like get, gripping get, get that fun. ass, ripping that ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I said gripping, but also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just um, cupping his cheeks to get ready to fight. Yeah. But Honestly, those were the only um, the motorcycle chase scene I liked um, with the animal. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was cool, but um, those were the only real fight scenes that I liked. I didn't really um, 
like the um, the Arkham fight scenes with all the different yeah. animal versions of the thing. Like, you know, um, even the turtle versus Batman fight scene, I didn't find that great. Um, there were a couple uh, bits I liked um, where he stomps on Michelangelo's foot and when he yells, grabs the bottom part of his jaw and just slams him into the ground. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a cool move because like, I've not seen something like that before. Yeah, there's some brutal there's some brutal moments in this. Oh, and yeah. What I will give it credit is it wasn't afraid to get a little dark because people do die in this movie. Um, I mean, and Raphael need a thug in the face so hard all of his teeth shattered. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you watch them shatter and blood, there's, like, blood. Yeah. Um, also, which people I think died. Is, yeah, <laughs> which I think is cool. I mean, it's yeah. um, it makes sense when the villains kill people because they're bad mm-hmm. guys, right? You know? Um, I made a joke when they were in Arkham because Raish, like, there's a guy walking up to a monitor and he's just holding a mug that says best dad. And I was like, they're doing a lot of heavy lifting for this character with just that mug. I was like, he's going to sit down and write on it, like, sign a piece of paper that clearly says retirement effective in two days. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of level of heavy handedness they were, like, putting into uh, the characters there. So you feel bad for this security guard that we've never met before. I liked, let's talk about the turtles. We talked about yeah. Batman. Let's talk about the turtles. What did you, I like, this is one of my favorite Michelangelo uh, mm-hmm. in the, in recent years, like favorite takes on Michelangelo. Um, yeah. Um, I get some of them like confused. Um, mm-hmm. Michelangelo's the leader, right? No, he's the orange. He's orange. He, oh, he's the, he's the party. The goofball. Party dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you know, the, you already clearly, you know, the lines like the song. Yeah. So how are you mixed up? <laughs> I don't know the entire. I don't know the Look, entire. Song. Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Raphael is cool but crude. Michelangelo is a party dude. Got it. Okay. Um, I just know there's the. Um, uh, I know Ra- I know Raphael is the broody one. Um, mm-hmm. um, one that um, hates being on the team but is always on the team. Um, does his own vigilante thing, eventually or something. Um, then. Donatello is the gadget one, right? I mean, I literally just told you all of this information. I wasn't, li- I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't. You're getting real, like real time, Madison's memory, um, uh, forgetfulness here. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the turtles. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I'll guess I'll, I'll handle most of the discussion about the turtles then. Uh, yeah, well, Christmas Chronicles all over again. Well, um, yeah, I like the turtles. Um, they're cool. Um, I thought the coolest thing that they did was at the end when um, they went into their shells to uh-huh. to brace themselves for a landing. Um, I'm like, man, they never do that. I've never seen them do that before. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of forget. You kind of eventually. They do enough cool ninja stuff. You kind of forget that they're actually turtles and can do that. So, one thing I really liked this time or in this one is that they have different body types. Mm-hmm. Like Raph being like a bruiser is a much bigger is like a much bigger um, fighter. Uh, Leonardo's got like a, a swordsman's build. Michelangelo's like smaller, still the same kind of build as Leonardo, but just shorter. And then Donnie's much taller and kind of leaner. Like I just yeah. thought that was really cool that they actually like made them with different body types. Yeah, I was kind of worried that they were gonna um, the li- 
quote unquote light action um Nichi, yeah. where they all look the exact same except for the generally they do like, like the, yeah the newest cartoon rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles they have different builds as well um but by and large when they're when they're animated or even live action they all pretty much are the exact same build it's mm-hmm. just the the colors and of uh, their bandanas and weapons are different yeah yeah well michelangelo orange mm-hmm. orange yep. right like he he's the probably the most classic looking one oh, he's yeah. the one who looks he, he's the one who looks as the most like the old cartoon mm-hmm. um they did all the turtle stuff they ate pizza they got really yeah. excited they got yeah, really hor- they got really horny for for some za um yeah. um yeah they, they 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 did their thing um i don't know like i what i said on twitter is that um probably my favorite scene is when Raphael. um talks to batman about how they are basically the same person <laughs> and yes. then th- it's a quick realization for everyone in the audience oh maybe these two characters shouldn't be in the same movie together <laughs> well here's what kills me because i have the opposite opinion mm. they 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 not ma- they match up leonardo and batman which makes sense because they're the yeah. leaders right that tracks but then they have leonardo's whole thing of like you're rash and you don't like and you're yeah, you're rash and you rush into conflicts and you don't think about it and you're not you don't have a level head it's like man if only there was another turtle on the team who sure. that is his whole thing that could have very easily been put in here instead of making up a dumb subplot for leonardo it's almost like you already have that character in the fucking movie and you just put him over there because you couldn't not have leonardo and batman together i thought it kind of gave a little bit the story that they did with leonardo um being the one who like he he just has this great fear of losing his brothers and failing Mm -hmm. as a leader right like i think that's cool like i thought that was cool but they but they did it but they did it like twice (laughs) like i just needed it like the first time you saw the you saw the turtle corpses and then we could have done something else I just that works with him and Batman if they dug into the Jason Todd stuff with Batman. Yeah, because they reference it. Rachel Ghoul references it, and mm-hmm. like if if Batman opens up about that with Leonardo, that's actually an effective and affecting arc. They went with the rash fight or whatever thing, and that's fine. Except why does it Leonardo? Why didn't you have Raphael instead? Like there was the only reason Leonardo was teamed up with Batman was because they're the leaders, mm-hmm. and even then it didn't matter like yeah i don't know i just that's like my one big critique because like unlike some people i just watch this movie to have fun and enjoy it and i don't expect too much out of it but you know whatever i guess if you want to be an elite snob you've changed you've changed yeah i'm sorry i didn't like the batman turtle movie (laughs) used to be used to enjoy watching movies i used to be the one who was a snob and now i can't even look at you well I'll just uh, tuck my head into my shirt the entire the entire rest of the record. I'm gonna go eat pizza and think about what you've done. <laughs> you can go uh, eat pizza and uh, skateboard. Um, yeah. All right. Well, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, um, uh, I do have one tomato I managed to pluck. Um, um I don't think so. Um. I like I said I enjoyed the Bat Family. I I like Robin and uh and uh Batgirl and everything. I liked everything that they did. Um mm-hmm. it was it was fun. Um they're like like I said I like them more than I like Batman. So. Okay. Well, with that hot take out of the way, 
Yeah. It's time to cool down with Daddy's Tomatoes. So for our crossover listeners who also listen to Gratuitous Pausing, you're going to recognize this reviewer's name. Madison, you have not yet met Gimli M., Okay. Uh, who is listed under Rotten Tomatoes as a super reviewer. Ooh. They gave this movie two and a half stars, and I'm only going to read about the first few sentences of the review. Uh, the, la- the latter half of it gets more serious, but this part I just very much enjoyed. When I first heard a Batman TMNT crossover was in the works, right out of the gate, I thought it was pretty weird. There's the obvious reasons. It just actually is pretty weird. But also the Teenage Mutant Ninja but also, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles setting is like a Daredevil parallel, and Daredevil is a Marvel character. But Batman is DC. So can they like so can they just like do that? End of review. Now there is more to his actual review, but that's the prudent part here. What so can they do Can they make a movie that's a crossover between a franchise that is basically a Daredevil parody, but cross it over with a DC character? Because Daredevil's Marvel. I mean, obviously they did it. But can they? Yeah, they did it. Yeah, but I know they did it, but can they? Are you saying, is there some, like, overarching fucking nerd somewhere in a back room of a comic store being like, no, they can't. This yeah. is an atrocity. I am writing many letters. Yeah. You know, They're also a robot, obviously. I was going to say, you've clearly met the all nerd. Yeah, the all nerd. The the great elder. Elder the el- geek. The elder geek. <laughs> yeah. Um. On, sits on their throne of unopened condoms. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Um, that was mean. <laughs> now, I do want to bring up, you've not yet met Gimli M. But as I said, uh, listeners of Gratuitous Pausing will have, anybody who's interested in more about him can go to uh, Gratuitous Pausing episode 134, Brood Spawn, Ready or Not, versus The Babysitter. I had the pleasure of guessing on the Samara Weaving Power Hour. Mm-hmm. Um and Gimli M reviewed both of these movies. And in every movie that Samaru even came up in, because I also saw he, they reviewed Guns Akimbo, a couple other things, they opened a lot with like, I've made no secret about my personal uh, grudge or my personal dislike of Samara Weaving. And I went through every review they ever did. I, I went all the way to the bottom of their all like review page and I, I searched Samara Weaving. They never explained. So Gimli hmm. M, if, uh, once again, if you're listening to this podcast, please contact me and let me know what it is you have personally against Samara Weaving. You can contact us at The Equalizers on Gmail. You can get at us at The Equalizers on Facebook and Twitter. Just let me know what it is about Samara Weaving that you personally cannot take or stand or she has done to you. This is when, uh, prequels, this is when you find out that uh, Mike has uh, created the entire uh, series of The Equalizers just to find find out who Gimli M is. <laughs> The prestige. The prestige. Uh, so anyway, those are my tomatoes. I don't know if you have any bits. Nope, no bits. Uh, this week. The bit drought enters its ninth week. Yes. So are you counting? Do you have a little tally? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I just guesstimated there. Probably about right. Yeah, it seems right. Um, but, I mean, we haven't had bits in these parts for near on nine weeks now. <laughs> well, I feel like we're going to have a lot of fun with this one, so let's, like, I, I think we should get to it. Yeah, perfect. Um, so... My question to you is, did you stay till after the credits? Yes. Okay. When we get our timer started. Okay. All right, our time starts now. Yes, I did. So I did see 
the Shredder Joker, I am entirely uninterested in following that thread, unless you have, like, an idea. Well, my idea was that if we followed the Shredder Joker plot, um, it's that they, um, Shredder Joker, um... The Shroker. The Shroker. Yeah, I was trying to, um, the Jetter? The Jetter. If we follow that, like, maybe Shredder Joker has, like, sort of started to commit crimes himself in Gotham, and, um, it's by every description, but they're not, like, Joker kind of crimes, you know? Like, they're not, like, sure. they're, they're, um, more, like, heists and stuff, or, like, whatever Shredder does, like, trying to get, like, the tools to immortality or whatever, um, um, and... So Batman catches on to this um, and uh, investigates it, but it's clearly not the Joker for some reason. Like, it's like clearly not the Joker. So now they're, um, so now the actual Joker catches wind of this and is like, I got an imposter out there who's, who's ruining my brand, mm-hmm. my, my, my particular brand of my brand, per- my brand. Look, um, look with your special eyes. Look with does everybody know that that yeah, I that think co- so. I think so too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um I think it's like Glenn's Crafters or something oh, or right. like I, I don't remember. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, so the Joker is pissed about someone kind of like um stomping on his brand of cr- crimin- criminal Hold activity. Hold on. Speaking of criminal activity. <sighs> fucking pigs outside. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so when the Joker hears about this sort of, like, imposter ruining his uh, brand of criminal activity, like, I think maybe he gets pissed and he does, like, a counter criminal um, um, criminal attack. And so, like, now it's, like, Joker versus uh, Shredder Joker versus TMNT versus Batman. You know, like, that's that's kind of so what I... the title of our movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Um, that was the only thought that I had once I okay. saw him at the end. Um, if we want to follow that thread or we could do something completely different. Well, I made a list of, I feel like maybe we need to go to New York this okay. time um, and put this more in the TMNT world. Um, I made a list of some TMNT characters slash villains that they didn't use in this one. And then I made a big ass list of Batman villains that weren't used in this one. Some of them are much more, um, some of them are pretty uh, obscure because, you know, as a as a big comic book fan, I know we, some of the more obscure villains. We get it. Calendar Man's in there. Actually, Calendar Man didn't make my list because I forgot. Okay. I mostly just sat down and tried to remember everybody that I could think of that appeared in any of the Arkham games. Oh yeah. Let me add Calendar Man real quick. Black Mask. Madison, cut the part where I didn't have Calendar Man on my list. Okay, I will. That's not for you. That's for Future Madison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Future Madison will definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um. A thought did occur to me, though, when you mentioned Shredder Joker. I followed a, a line of th- thought in my brain, you know, where you do the thinking. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, he'll have, like, the Foot Clan. can be, like, Jokers. Oh, like, the Jokers from Batman Beyond. Do we mm. want to do Batman Beyond versus TMNT somehow? Hmm. Well, we could. If we're going to the future. <laughs> what a well, resounding yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, if I'm following that thread of the of team and T the turtles would be much older. Right. Um, yeah. Um, or it's new turtles, or maybe this is the part where Ronan starts. Um, and whoever, yes. whatever, whatever the turtle Ronan 
that gets to be run. I don't know. I just know that it's a series. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I I think, and I could be fucking Mm -hmm. wrong, completely wrong. Um, take my, um, nerd card away from me. It's fine. I have six others. Wait, you still Um, have your nerd card? But I, I'm pretty sure there is a, t- a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book run of the rest of the turtles dying, dying and there only being one left, and him continuing his the 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 way. Uh, I'm gonna pause our time to look into that for a second. Yeah. Oh Jesus, it's Michelangelo. Um. Yeah, we could do that. I also, I mean, we could just do an easy time travel story. I mean, like That's the true. entire the premise of the third Turtles movie is they go back to feudal Japan, so it's not like. Yeah, we could do some time travel stuff. They've done it in the movies. Um, I forgot that time travel just exists in the turtle. Mm-hmm. I mean, in comics right? books, comic books as well. Yeah, yeah, but like it's very present in the turtle verse in games and franchises and stuff, right? Like it's mm-hmm. part of the their the popular timeline, right? So, so what is the point of them time traveling? Let's let's follow this thread for a moment. If if we don't find any meat there. We can go back to the like a, an original idea, but like, what's the point? Like, honestly, what do they learn? Because this is more a movie about fun. Like, what is the paper thin plot slash character development of like learning something that we have to include to make this legally a movie? Yeah, well, we could. Well, one, we would have to get the turtles to Gotham for some reason. So I think it's kind of. Okay. Just because, well, I guess if they're in New York, I guess they wouldn't have to. If they're, if they're, we can, we can jettison the New York aspect. If it's easier to have them just be in Gotham, we can do that. Like, yeah. Well, I guess it's, do we want to have a turtle villain in the future in Batman Beyond? Right. Like, so, like, if that's the case, we need to, um, go to Gotham in the future. Right. Yeah. Um, Which I think is what we want to do. Right. Or that's the, I, that's kind of like, where we were going right um so i'm not as familiar obviously with the turtle verse um it, what, what's a good villain that would travel in time to besides shredder let's not do shredder so krang is the only one who would have time travel then krang yeah he's the brain the, in the, the big the robot brain body. man yeah the brain man um i did write down an idea just because it was made me laugh i wrote down the krangwin um hmm. that was the end of that thought I just made me laugh. If we want to introduce some really weird um, sort of animal hybrid crap um, or something, we could have Krang and the Penguin working together at the beginning of the movie mm. for some reason. And they, um, for some reason, uh, are get fused together or something through maybe through the time travel or through some experiment okay um, okay this can work actually because sorry i didn't i apologize i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 in batman beyond there's a villain i think his name is splicer but the whole thing is he create he was like using splicing animal dna into people and it was like a fashion trend people did like there was one girl who like got like cheetah eyes and like like the, the cheetah stripe look mm-hmm. on her body as like by altering her DNA. She wasn't a villain. She's like a high schooler. Like it was like a body modification, futuristic mod. So maybe this happens by accident and the Krangwin goes to like the future to try to find the technology to change them back. And that's the end of in Gotham to try to find spi- uh, Splicer. Yeah. So what let's, let's decide why the penguin and um, Krang want this technology to happen. Right. Like, so my, um, my thought is that, splicer um 
comes from the future to help them or something like that. Um, and then that's how the turtles I travel see. in time. Hmm. Um, hmm. My thought would be maybe we open with the turtles fighting Penguin and Krang in the present day. It's like um, Krang is in the, I mean, we can really kind of like push our way through this narrative at the beginning very quickly of like Penguin runs like a criminal organization, like an actual like mm-hmm. smuggling gun running gang operation. Um, so if Krang is trying to get st- like Mutagen okay. or Venom or whatever into New York to do whatever he wants to do to like make his army better, the Penguin would be an easy, like a good operative to get. The Penguin is a benefactor to Krang's research and development mm-hmm. and stuff. They're working together. Um, and, uh, they're doing this for, uh, some nefarious purposes. Maybe Penguin is like, oh, I'm going to sell this to, um, um, armies overseas and make a, a ton of money yeah. or something. Um, or I'll bolster yeah. my own men with like the mutagen so that I'll become yeah. like the main villain, like the, the crime lord of Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Krang is in it for the science, and he'll probably make some cash off of it. I don't know what yeah, Krang's Kr- motive. I don't know what Krang's main motivation is in in TV. I'm gonna pause our time for a second. He's um, a warlord dictator of like Dimension X, which is an alternate world or whatever. And so okay. he was in the in comics and in movies and stuff. He's working with Earth to get like the mutagen so that he can bolster his troops so that they can fight better okay. or stronger, faster, whatever, so, etc. So, so that I mean, fits. That that yeah, fits a into yeah, yeah, that fits. So they they have a mutual interest in this, um, and so how do they get back into into Batman Beyond? Um, so there's like an explosion, and Krang and the Penguin are like fused because of the the chemicals or whatever. The turtles, I think, are the ones who bust up the the meeting, and because of their interference, that explosion goes off. Yeah. Um, I mean, Krang has technology, like a lot of sure. advanced technology. So Krang could just be like, we'd have a scene where um, they're like, no, the technology to fix this doesn't exist here yet. And Krang can't get back to Dimension X or whatever. So he's like, okay, well, then we're going to have to go find a, find a time when it does. And that's yeah. when they, 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 they uh, let's go into the future to find out um, how we undo this. Exactly. They go into the future of Gotham and that's the back and beyond. Yeah. And um, in the future, they meet up with Splicer who might have the answer yes. to how to do it. But yeah. I think they also, why, why would the turtles chase them? Maybe to they, stop them. they, um, but they already did stop them, right? Like they're they, right, but I mean they're still at large. That's what yeah. I mean, like to actually catch them and keep them yeah. from being at large. Yeah, but there's got to be like a plot or something, right? Like maybe they have like the um the the vials or something, or like the the mutagens on them to continue to do this work or something like that. Like, and they have to get those vials. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean I don't, they could be accidentally sucked in. Yeah. Let's let's pin how and why the turtles come with them. We may find in the story that as we like make it sure. a good parallel. Like, oh, actually, that works. Then we can use that for character, like we've done before with other movies. Like, let's yeah. pin it for now, and then we may find it in an answer later in the film. Yeah. Okay. It's like, and I mean, maybe it's just that. Oh, they get transported back. They chase them. They get transported in the future. They need Krang, the Krangwin to take them back to their home right that's kind of like the yeah the motiv- I mean, that's that's the motivation of the third turtle movie yeah so for now we just establish four reasons they end up in the future okay um and in gotham 
And then, like I said, we can come up with a reason of if they do it voluntarily. If it doesn't matter, by the end of the movie, we can just say, oh, it was a portal and they got sucked in as well accidentally mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, So they end up in Gotham in the future. So they go to Wayne Manor because they're like, well, we know we're friends yeah. with Batman. Um, that's where they meet old Bruce. Old Bruce and, and, and Terry McGinnis. Terry, yeah, I was trying to find his Voiced name. Voiced by Wilfred L. Yeah, yep. Um, so, yeah, so they go there. Um, and I think we're at to the point of like, are we, do we think we're to the point where we're just working our way through the movie? And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stop our time. We're at two yeah. minutes anyway. Yeah. So, um, they go to Wayne Manor because it's like the only person in Gotham that they actually know is, mm-hmm. um, um, and maybe they, maybe they like crash into like a part of Gotham and, um, like everyone's like, what's that? What's that? Oh, this must be, um, this must be a new villain or something. So the cops mm-hmm. come and you see um, old Barbara Gordon, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. And Donnie. So, Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. I, I like that moment of like them connecting, but they don't know it's her because she looks completely different. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they, then they run and then they go to Wayne Manor and meet up with old Bruce, um, who is like, um, uh, to ask him if he knows anything about like time travel technology or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he would, but the but the league outlawed it, you know, thirty years ago or something like that. Because Batman Beyond is canonical with Justice League Unlimited and yeah, yeah, those cartoons. So like the Bruce Tim verse. I'm sure there was a time travel episode in those, right? Like, or oh, one hundred percent that caused some some bullshit mm-hmm. or something and then the yeah. outlaw i know specifically there was like a two two maybe three part time travel episode so yeah um so there's that but also i think this is an interesting idea now that now that we've come to it of having the teenage mutant ninja turtles now teaming up with old bruce and a teenage batman mm-hmm. i think that that there's some interesting um play there yeah um i don't know if they talk about what happened to robin or anything <laughs> like like because I don't know canonically in Batman Beyond what happened to so, the Batfam. Um, do you? Do you? I'm gonna. I'm. We won't get into what happened to Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Says Mike after uh, he he explains exactly what we may have what, cut the whole explanation for time prequels. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna guess that we did. Um, <laughs> so it's not that important. Um, but anyway. Barbara and Bruce are yeah. in this are a major yes. part of of mm-hmm. the Batman Beyond universe so they're both involved. So, I think Bruce um Bruce and Terry with just like the motivation of like there are these villains from the past mm-hmm. in Gotham right now and um that could do harm or whatever, we need to hunt them down. Um and maybe it's Terry and Bruce that put it together that they need to go to uh, Splicer Splicer, and Mm -hmm. who would be the go-to person to do, to find, to, to, to find that. So um, maybe when Krang and the Kranglin travels to the future, like Mm -hmm. for Splicer, um, it like pings off one of his radars. It's like, that wasn't one of mine. Like, you know, like, or, you know, like, or that, or he's just monitoring things. Uh, Sure. And uh, maybe he's, he, he has like some sort of like mute, mutated, mutated 
mutagen radar or something. So sure. like he's the one who finds them and takes them under his wing. And that's how they get together. Um, and so they're plotting. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think that him finding that, because there's no way, like, Krang doesn't know about the future of no. our world, whatever. And Penguin never would either. So them being, them, they were basically, they're just going to the future in the hopes that they find somebody who can fix them. Splicer being like, I heard about this new weirdo that, not one of mine, and I found you. And like, yeah, I can definitely help you for the right price or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, helping the estimable penguin, of course. Like, yeah, which is probably like at this point, like a dynasty or something, or like, like or there's like dead. I mean, he's he's probably dead, but maybe like I, his wealth is still like existence, sure. right? And like maybe he, but anyway. Um, I also love the fucking like the penguin gets to see the legacy of Gotham, like Batman, like the Joker got a gang, the Jokers are a thing, like he, yeah, yeah. Um, so what if um we kind of establish before they time travel, like Krang is going to the future so they can get fixed and separated. Yeah. Um, and he has the ability on him to travel back in time when they find that. Um, so, uh, so when they find the way to, uh, separate again. Um, and so they, um, I think we need to have like a, a first fight and then another fight later, right? Yeah. Um so they um so the turtles and Batman or Turtles and Terry Batman Beyond. I don't sure. he's just he's Batman. Um yeah. go and like face Splicer. Um mm-hmm. or they try to maybe they try to find them first. Like maybe they don't know where he is or um and they go to the docks or something or like the last thing or sure. maybe they contact well, I, maybe they contact barbara and she's heard about where they've gone um there are a few other i've been making a quick note while we've been talking there are other batman beyond villains that we could try to use um there's, there's splicer like, there's ink who's like a shapeshift kind of mm-hmm. thing there's golem which is a kid whose like mind is linked with this giant fucking construction robot um, that he can control with his brain. Um, I think his name is Fallout or like Radioactive. It's whatever. It's the main like radiation bad guy, like the mm-hmm. the series villain. Uh, Shriek, who has sound powers. There's the Joker gang. There's the Royal Flush gang, which they use a lot um, in Beyond. I'm trying to think. Mr. Freeze's head at one point is alive. It's like he cryogenically sure. froze his head. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah. I think we should do since it's like a crossover or whatever. Like, do we? Maybe they're all in it at one point or something. Maybe there's like a meeting of the villains or something. Um, Batman Beyond Bomber Villain, Stan. Mad Stan. That was his name. Um, yeah, I'm just making a list that I can so I can we can maybe like have a big villain alliance fight because that would be really cool as well. Just like. Leonardo versus Shriek, who's got like the sound powers from his whatever, like um He bounces like some sonic waves off of his shell. Yeah. Or something. So let's do this. Let's do um Penguin they get to the future. Krangwin realizes their dynasty, like the Cobblepot, like Crime Empire, whatever, actually has like quadrupled in value inside, whatever. So it is this like limitless 
pool of money and resources. They just find they find out about Splicer. They basically just throw as much money at all of the villains from Batman Beyond as they can to just be like, we have to go under the knife for this surgery. Splicer is going to basically do this like intense DNA therapy separation surgery on us. It's going to take a while. We will pay you basically name a number and we will pay you that to guard this like base. Yeah. And so the turtles and Batman beyond, and then maybe like we get, cause I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, 40 years in the future. Or so Something like, like Casey, Casey Jones and April might still be around as like about as old as Bruce Wayne, maybe like a little younger. In New York, they zoom, they zoom them, and it's just like yeah. Splinter case, is somehow still alive. Yeah, he's like in a wheelchair. Like, yeah. Um, Casey can't get the camera on on the zoom thing. It's like, how does this thing work? This Stop. isn't rock. This isn't rock and roll. Stop hitting it with the cocky stick, Casey. You're gonna break it. He's still wearing like plaid shirts over long sleeves, like shirts. It's just a ninety-year-old man in a hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to know my secret identity. It's like Casey, we called you. Like, yeah. Um, but there's not really that many turtles characters. Like, there's Usagi Yojimbo, but I think he still lives in the past. Sure. Um. Uh. There's like the surfer frogs or something like that. What like, if, I don't know if we could really call in too many Turtle Alliance characters. Well, what if we call in, maybe, like, they don't, um, there's, like, a mystery, like, hero or whatever that is, like, mm. helping them along the way. And we find out at the end that it is the last turtle. Like, the, uh, the, 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 the Ronin or whatever. I, I like the idea for time travel movies of... I don't see it as much. I know that um, Shaolin Showdown did this in their time travel episode. The idea being once you travel, you're like no longer in time. Like time continues mm -hmm. to pass away your time. So you're not exist. Like when they went, when Krang, the penguin and the turtles all like time travel, went through that portal, they no longer existed. So the like 40 years passed without them being around. So like, I don't know if the, how that would be like, the last Ronin, yeah, I don't works. I mean, we can I we can also say fuck that. I mean, they come back arguably I, at some point. I don't want to get into a lot more time travel talk because we just did Xeon. Um, yeah, that's true. But like, the they would still be in the future because eventually they go back, right? You know, right. like yeah, it's yeah. like no, it's, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's like we like, can do both. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I just think it'd be a cool moment or whatever that they get like saved from this kind of like masked like um solo sort of like um um uh what's uh tuxedo mask kind of guy <laughs> you know like uh and we find out at the end that it was the last turtle but you don't know who it is like you, you just mm -hmm. see that it is a turtle at the end um but we don't have to do that um so I, don't, they, I don't dislike having like a masked hero that is like a like oh my god like here's the surprise reveal like this person's still alive or something like that yeah um, or or it's another turtle that because there's oh we introduce a, like either a secret fifth turtle or like I was I was mutated ten years after you guys were and like now I'm yeah I'm or maybe adult. It's, or maybe it's Master Splinter that'd be interesting <laughs> just going out there he he took up the mantle after the turtles disappeared um 
we're 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 writing fan fiction at this point. Let's like get back to the main I mean, plot. I that's think. what that's our job, Madison. I know. I know. You yourself said it that what we, we do is fan fiction. We don't have to explicitly do it though. <laughs> we kind of like more subvertly, you know. This is this, this is fan fiction. Uh, uh, okay, well, just to hide the fact that it's fan fiction, we'll swap the first letter of each word so that it doesn't sound like fan fiction. Okay, cool. So actually, what we're writing is fan fiction. Yeah, wink. Uh, it's fan fiction wink. Uh, we're writing fan fiction of the TV series Winks. Yeah. Okay, we're going way off the rails. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, a a few mask figures show up, and it's the samurai pizza cats. Oh my god. <laughs> Street Sharks! It's the Street Sharks, yes. The Street Sharks are in it, and we are at uh, the 50-minute mark, which is right around the time that I, uh, the Greyhavens are pulling up, um, but there, it's a hovering it's a hovering boat this time, uh, because it's the future. I was saying, this would be the Greyhavens Beyond, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I mean, I think we've, we've pretty much done, I, it's, they fight all the villains and they win and like maybe yeah. Krang and Penguin do get separated, but they like drag them back to the pre- the past. Like, yeah, it's not hard. I, we're kind of we, the details are where we're fleshing this movie out at this point. Like, yeah. So I think they have like an initial fight or whatever. Like it's maybe they um, catch wind of this meeting of the he- of the villains and everything mm-hmm. where Cobblepot and Krang and um, kind of uh, call them all together to create this sort of like pseudo le- le- legion of doom sort of mm-hmm. thing to um, help them in their uh, plot to get un- unspliced and everything. Yeah. Um, and they break that up, but they still don't win. They're, they get their ass. Maybe they get their ass handed to them in that first fight. Um, and, but they still like win enough that everyone lives and everyone gets away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, the turtles realize that like, oh, like we're in the future and like people have like future shit now, you know, like they have like, weapon um, upgrade. Wep- and I'm thinking like a weapon upgrade. They go back to Wayne Manor, um, while, while they were out doing some, um, uh, while they were out doing their thing, uh, Bruce, um, was getting some stuff ready. And, uh, this is when Bruce reveals that. Um, well, after we first met, I, I, um, started working on some new technology to, uh, fit, um, if we ever met again, um, I wanted you to be more capable and he pushes a button and like these four turtle bat suits come up, you know, from another, from another, uh, thing in the back. So now they have like upgraded, upgraded weapons and like a whole turtle sort of like Batman suit that, um, we each is like different, like. Raphael's is probably like it, it can take on like um it's kind of like shielded sure. or something mm-hmm. or like you know he's the tank um Donatella. Yeah, speed and agility yeah yeah it's like speed and agility uh Donatello's is um uh like hacking, um, hacking. Stuff like... yeah or just more gadgets it's like all gadget shit um Michelangelo's um, entire utility belts all the pockets are full of pizza yeah well and I think like maybe I really like the idea of like Donatello going off, uh, going head to head with the um, the Sonic, uh, mm-hmm. the woman, and him kind of getting beat by her at first. Shriek um, is a man. Shriek. Oh, sorry. No problem. Um, um, 
with Shriek, um, and um, when they meet back up, um, she or he uh, he does the Sonic thing at uh, at Donatello again, and then like Donatello just like pushes a button and reflex it right back at Shriek, and then mm-hmm. it's like, but it's like ten times the force or something yeah. like that. That's actually Shriek's origin story, pretty much. I'm not I'm not saying don't do it. I was just yeah. That's basically how they fucked up Shriek in the episode. Okay. I still like it. Um, let's let's pair off a, a hero and a villain, and I think we need to lightly touch on like what do they learn and what does Terry learn? Like again, and it can be a paper thin lesson, but like we don't have to do a lot of like, and this is where we can tie that in. But like we just need like again to legally let have this be a movie. We need some symbol. We need to like make a gesture towards a character growth. Yeah. Um, so what what villain? Let's keep let's stay with the villains idea for now. Sure. What villain does? Um, I'll make a note. Does um, Michelangelo fight? We have Ink, Golem, uh, the Joker's, the Royal Flush Gang, or Mad Stan the Bomber. Um, I mean, there's other villains I can probably look up. Those are like I'm trying the to think of main... like what their foils are, right? You know, like yeah. Um, I mean, Raphael fighting Golem would make sense because uh, Willie Watt, who's the kid from who like controls Golem, is now like fucking ripped as well because he went to juvie and just like got swole. But sure. he also controls the Golem, so like we could have him fight that because one, it's a giant fucking mech, and then also a really fucking strong dude. Yeah, let's see here. And his lesson can be fight smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to just, like, beat the shit out of both the robot and the dude. Yeah. Well, I think there's kind of, like, an overarching lesson. It's, like, kind of, like, the work is never done. Right? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's, like, True. We, we've been flung 40 years in the future, and there are still, like, villains uh, going on. But, yeah. Um, so we have to be careful about what we do in the past, because, like, this is the future that is, right? Oh, sure. Um, I just mean like the vague sort of personal lesson that Raphael he learns is not just sometimes just running in and punching isn't like the best plan. Like Mm -hmm. he's trying to beat up both when really if he just focused on the kid, the the mech would be taken out. Like once he knocks out the the controller, the robot's not a factor anymore. Yeah. Um. I like Leonardo fighting Ink because she's so fluid and like can like dodge all his sword attacks like wild angles like. Again, maybe not harder, fighting smarter, harder, but more of just like she seems like the perfect foil for his swinging, like sword maneuvers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it leaves Michelangelo. And on the list like, I have, there's Mad Stan, the bomber. But uh, I mean, there's the Royal Flush Gang, the Jokers, and then Fallout, the radiation guy. Um, but I don't think Fallout's his name. Well, Michelangelo seems. Because he's kind of like the wild attacker, right? Or something. Like, I, I don't really get what his thing is, necessarily, besides being the party dude. Because um, he sort of, like, is kind of, like, guns blazing, right? Kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, he's got nunchucks, so he's usually pretty up close. He's also just a little, um, a little silly. Um, I'm trying to think, because there's not really... Blight is the villain, not Fallout Blight. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I think you got to give him because he's he's totally like the comic relief oh, yeah. guy, right? So you got to give him a funny villain to face off against. So actually, better idea. Leonardo fights. I remembered a new one, Carrari, who is like um, 
an assassin, like a, a ninja okay. assassin, whatever. So she has like swords and stuff. So she and Leonardo can have like an actually really dope sword fight. Michelangelo can fight Ink because Michelangelo trying to hit basically a like a liquid villain with nunchucks yeah. would be really funny. Like yeah. she would just absolutely school Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. And then he can win by some kind of goofy happenstance, like with pizza or whatever. Yeah. Well, what's her weakness? Fire? Ice, I think. Um, okay. I think they try to freeze her so that she can't move. Yeah. So I don't know. What, I mean, he can, and again, we can fuck with that. Like, they can also do the classic team up of, like, he lures her into the blast zone of Shriek. And so the sound waves, like, disassemble her molecules. Like, not kills her, but at least, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, she has to, like, recongeal, and then they can kind of stop that from happening, or yeah. whatever. Like, the Karare, we can get... Well, I'm just saying, it doesn't have to be a whole, like, oh, yeah, we use her weakness against her. I think it can be something stupid and funny, like... Sure. Because well, it's a Michelangelo at that point, but... Yeah. Well, I think it's, like, maybe they're around some, like, pipes of, like, coolant or something. Sure. Um, and it's kind of, like... Um, He's getting he, he he squeezes himself into this like corner or whatever, um, and mm-hmm. there are all these pipes around him, and she's and it looks like that she has the upper hand on him, and then he's like, "Oh no, I'm just leading you where I where I wanted you," and then he like hits the pipe, and then like all this like coolant just spills out and like freezes her into this like mm-hmm. little zone, so it's really hard for her to like reform. Um, That's good. Um, and then we'll have Terry fight like the Royal Flush Gang or something. That's fine. Sure, sure. It's like he's his thing is that he's just surrounded by the Royal Flush Gang and he's yeah, and kicking their ass. Fights, yeah. And um, then I think there's something. If we were making a better movie, they'd be a main villain because they're a family of mm-hmm. thieves, and so it'd be like Turtle Family, Bat Family, Royal Flush Gang Family. Yeah, yeah. But no, no I'm not saying we go back for that. I'm just saying like in a if I thought of them first, I might have suggested them as the villain. But sure. um. I like the idea of that. I, I mean, he can fight all four of them. He's Batman. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Donatello just out Sonic's um, shriek. Um, yeah. um, da, um, Michelangelo out um, Wits Inc. Um, mm-hmm. Which is surprising because yeah. it's like um, um, Raphael. Uh, Goes to, to fight smarter and ends up just beating up the guy instead of fighting the robot. Yeah. And maybe um, Leo kind of learns patience or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, wait for your moment. Don't. Um, yeah. Uh, like, wait for your moment. Like, she'll show her weakness at some point. Um, and then that's when you that's when you strike sort of thing. Um, that's some stuff. Which might not be a hard lesson for him to learn, but like, it's just something I mean, for him. Learn something about family. I mean. I think maybe we have, and again, we don't, This I'm going to kind of hand wave, like, Terry maybe is having a thing where he's not getting along with his family, or Bruce, or some of the Bat family. I, like, I think, I think Bruce, because, like, I think even in Batman Beyond, like, they have a very, um, um, tentious relationship, I think. I mean, like the father, whole, like son. The, yeah, um, spoiler, um, for that dumb one episode. Spoiler. For that, really for that fucking one, dumb spoiler. Uh, for for the one, finale of Justice League Unlimited, not even yeah. Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um, or no, it is Batman Beyond, but they tie in Justice League. That's, yeah. I think, it doesn't fucking matter. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, um, but I think it's I Bruce. And I think, like, um, maybe what, maybe we see scenes of Bruce and Terry just like fighting and not agreeing on anything. Um, yeah. And Bruce is like, remember who gives you the suit? You know, like, and is basically like, 
um, who, who enables you. Um, well, and I, I also like Terry maybe fighting with his mom and brother because the turtles are brothers. And like, yeah. And th- there's the whole thing because he's fighting the Royal Flush Gang at some point in the early in the movie, maybe. And he's just like, see, like, I've never met a family that can get along. Like, families aren't meant to get along or whatever. And he thinks that's a bad thing or whatever. And then when he meets the turtles, it's like, yeah, like families always never get along. Or to some extent, families don't get along. That doesn't mean they don't love each other and make each other stronger. Yeah. And that can be our pretty easy lesson for Terry McGinnis. Yeah. McGinnis. Well, and I think we could have a really uh, kind of callback, uh, awesome callback moment um, at the end where um, the turtles about to go back to their time period with a, Krang and the penguin um tied up or something and mm-hmm. um Terry's like I learned a lot from you all you're a team and then Bruce is like no they're a family mm-hmm. um um uh, cuz yeah, that cuz he that says mirrors, that, yeah it, it, mirrors, it mirrors the end of the thing um mm-hmm. I like there's a I like a bit where he's like I, I don't know how I'm going to apologize and Michelangelo just hands him a pizza box and he's like Trust me, dude. And then at the end, we see Terry like, hey, I brought pizza. Like, I'm real sorry. Like, oh, wow. Terry. And it's like mushrooms and chocolate chips or something like whatever that weird, gross shit that the turtles love to eat. Because like, yeah. that's a bit in a lot of turtles stuff is the pizzas they eat are like, yeah, dude, I got pineapples and grapes or whatever. Like on the pizza, like just weird, like hot fudge Sunday pizza with anchovies. Sure. Like just, but that's kind of a fun bit. They're like, Terry, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. That's fine. I like that. Um, so for the final fight or whatever, because I I think they they all team up because I think Penguin and Krang, the Peng, the Krangwin, um, and we we didn't really talk about um, uh, the one villain that splices Splicer. We didn't talk yeah, about Splicer, Splicer at all. Um, but maybe he's just helping sort of I like think those the, are, that's like the boss fight. I mean, yeah. Um. I don't know, like, do we think that they get un, um, they get unspliced, um, <laughs> right? And then do you think they get in, like, a mech or something, and then they're, like, in a boss fight or something, or do... Um... I think the Krangwin is more of a MacGuffin than a fight, like a... Okay. Like, I... We can do that. I think Splicer, because if I remember right at the end of the episode, he gets, like, over-spliced, and it's just, like, Chimera. Mm-hmm. That might actually be what he's called. And I think the Splicers are his gang. But he's this, like, enormous, like, beast kind of villain. So mm-hmm. I think them fighting that guy and then also having to fight a mech is like doing Arkham Asylum side mission and mm-hmm. then doing the Ra's al Ghul main I, boss fight. Like, I have a real, I have a really uh, dumb for idea for, like, uh, like, Splicer agrees to help the Kringlin, but he double crosses them at the end. And it's mm. actually his plan to splice them into himself. Mm. So he has Kranglin's intelligence, like um, hyper intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also has Copplepot's blood. Um, so he is the heir to the Copplepot fortune gotcha. because um, he is technically um, the le- the blood member of that family. Like, Okay, then uh, how do they un- unsplice them? Like he can keep the intelligence and the blood, whatever. Like, yeah, I don't care yeah. about that, but how do we get the penguin and Krang out of that yeah, I, body I, horror uh, amalgamation? Yeah, I think it's maybe it's I'm trying to think of like this human centipede of a villain. Yeah. Um maybe it's something Bruce like comes up with like there's like a sort of like demutagen or this will unsplice them sure. or something. Yeah, um, desplicer, that works. Desplice de-splicing them. Um, you know, they kind of hand wave. 
technology. It's, it's and a like, derivation of the anti-mutagen Batgirl made 40 years ago. The last yeah. Time whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yes. that was my Kevin Conway impression. Very good. The only um, thing I can do in a passable Kevin Conway voice is McGinnis. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it was good. I said passable. Okay. <laughs> you passed. Um, what's your what's your Kevin Conway impression? Um. Hi, I'm Kevin Whoa. Conroy. Holy I've been, shit. I've been Have Batman. You been Kevin Conroy the whole time. I've been Batman for thirty years. Oh my god! It's like he's in the room with me. Me and Mark Hamill get along greatly. Me and Mark Hamill fist fight each other once a year, just for fun. And then we make love passionately. <laughs> uh, that's some that's some that's some fan fiction right there. Ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> that's spicy. Um, um So yeah, they do they do splice Krangwin and yeah. Krang and the penguin. I like the idea that Krang gets away and just sneaks off and it's like, I'm gonna go to that dimension. I'm gonna I can't do it now. I'm gonna go to Dimension X here in the future and get even better technology or what I like. Sure. Sure. So then they drag the penguin back to present day Gotham. Yeah. Um Let's go. Shredder. There we go. Yep. What was it? What's your I, impression? I I don't have one. Oh, um, coward. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah. Um, maybe there's a cool moment at the end where they open the. I keep adding like cool stinger moments or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's fucking Return of the King up in here. Yeah, I know. It's this. Uh, it, <laughs> this is the fourth ending that I've done. Um. But they open the portal, and because it's the Batcave where they're opening the portal, they mm-hmm. it opens the portal into the Batcave from the path. Um, mm-hmm. And Robin, um, past Robin and uh, Batman and Barbara are there. I was like, what's that? What is this? And they're, like, ready to fight, and they see, like, uh, they see into the portal, and you, you see old Bruce, and you see Terry, and you see the turtles coming through with Cobblepot, and it's just like, they kind of like Bruce gets to look at his future self. Bruce is met in the time travel episode of Justice League Unlimited. He actually they go to the Batman Beyond Future, so they've met before. Sure, okay. many years ago at Eton yeah. College. Yeah, and so so Batwing became uh, retains his omniscientness of of everything. It was Terry visiting the future, and I was the boy. Okay. We're like six weeks past the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I told uh, you, I told you that on air, you've opened that box. It's not <laughs> shutting now. Like, that was also a terrible Sean Connery voice, but still. The Pandora's, Pandora's box, uh, uh, yeah. but it's only of Sean gentlemen. Connery. Of gentlemen. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we wrapped it up. Um, yeah. Do we want to add like a stinger? Oh, like, I have another like cool a... ending where uh, this shows Leonardo come home to his wife and kids and he sits down and goes, well, I'm home. And that's the end of it. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think we need a big stinger. I mean, the, I mean, all of the lessons have been learned. Um, I do think we end on the stinger of Terry bringing the pizza home and it's some gross ass turtle like flavor pizza. Sure. Sure. Like, that's our, that's our last stinger. Like in the future is like, well, I hope, you know, I hope the, I hope he, you know, whatever he, something about they talk about family. It's like, I hope Terry makes it, you know, good on his family or helps his family or he fought, he, he learned that lesson too or something. It shows him come home with the pizza and. Yeah. All right. And um, then he meets Ronan. Okay. 
What are uh, you want? You're the one who wanted Ronan in this fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, I, I just think it's a fun. Yeah, it would no. be a fun thing. Like we, I think we totally did that at one point. Um, somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> I mean, we talked about it and then didn't do it. But yeah, I'm fine with like the movie ending with Ronan, like on a rooftop there or something. He's like, it's mm-hmm. only just beginning. Yeah. Um. Cowabunga. Yeah. So what do we what do we call it? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up myself because I. Ooh, whoa! Unprecedented. Yeah. Um, Batman Beyond versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, or Batman versus they're not really versus each other at any point, but I mean, even in the um, first movie, really. I mean, I mean, we can have a yeah. scene where they show up and Terry fights them because he thinks they're splicers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then Barbara uh, shows up on the scene with the police, and she's like, "Whoa, Donnie, or whatever." I'm like. Cool. So Batman Beyond versus Super, uh, Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Okay, yeah. cool. There we go. All right. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, if we did it, that's credit. You, you have to ask first. Oh, Mike, did we do it? I think we did it. Awesome. Well, if we did it, that's credits on another episode of the Equalizers. Uh, Mike, no, tell where uh, the where people can find us. They can find us on Podbean, Stitcher. Uh, anywhere podcasts are found by searching the equalizers. Let me uh, take a moment to pull up the script here, uh-huh. which I believe is on the Google Drive. I should have thought about this more. Um, uh, people can find us also on Facebook and Twitter at the equalizers, Gmail at uh, equalizers at gmail.com, Instagram the underscore equalizers. As always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Like in sequel. Um, please remember to review and subscribe. Um, we would love uh, for you to leave uh, any sort of review. Uh, we'll take one to um, one to five stars. Um, <laughs> we will accept the range that they allow. Yeah, you know, like we'll accept the range that they allow. Um um, and any sort of review, even if it's just two words, even if you want to just tell us to go fuck ourselves, we'll take that review. We'll take any of it. Um, you can't kill us. We'll never die. You know, sitting in the big chair gave you a lot of energy. I know, I know. I'm just like, I'm kind of alive now. It's, it, I, I feel the, <laughs> the, the icker of the Equalizer's um, main host uh, energy into my it body. It did take you longer to spell our podcast name than I thought it would. That's a my brain problem. <laughs> Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Step Strutton, off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Banana Boys. And as always, that is spelled B-O-Y-E-S, like in, oh yes. Oh yes. The full album is on all streaming services now. Next time, (laughs) I am going... (laughs) to pass this back over i'm reaching into my soul and taking out the equalizer's main host uh spirit into my body and just throwing it through the camera and the microphone to mike so my mind to your mind my mind to your mind my my mind to your mind my mind to your mind um (laughs) because i think you know about next week more than i do (laughs) next time (laughs) i can't say that (laughs) 
No, say it. Say it, coward. You fucking coward. Whatever, fuck you. Okay, fine. Next time, Jesse Cooper joins us to masturbate to mermaids as we do The Lighthouse 2. <laughs> you could say that, and you did. All right, I'm going to take the soul back. So, for the equalizers. I'm Mike Knoll. I'm Madison Jim. Wow. To be continued. <laughs> First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do that two-step strut. Come on, dance with me.